0: And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global.com forward advantage. We spend a lot of time in our offices. It's so important to love your surroundings, be energized by them, really enjoy and appreciate the tech that you're using so that it works for you, not against you?
1: I think it's one of those spaces. If you feel inspired to be in the space, you're going to be far more creative and productive in the process. So that's going to be the foundation.
0: My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out. Create the influence, income and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influenced by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined, as always, with my lovely co-host, Tim Hyde. Great to have you here again, Tim.
1: I'm very excited, Tim. This is going to be a fun episode.
0: We're going to do a fun episode, something a little bit different today. Yeah. We're going to talk about our office setup. I often get asked about my tech setup, funnily enough, when I'm presenting webinars where I think I'm going to get a QA and a about the amazing thing I've delivered, and someone <laughs> goes, what's your camera? <laughs> What's so camera? I thought,
1: how do you switch that back and forth so far? What microphone are you using?
0: Exactly. So we thought well, we'll just do a whole episode of our setup, what's in our office, what's in our desk, and then that way we can just say, hey, listen to this episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll be able to point people to it. It's also, I think, looking at, I guess what creates a really effective workspace for you mm, yeah right? good and point yep no we we kind of don't i don 't think we give ourselves enough credit to understand exactly what is it that goes into our setup that creates a clean and effective workspace, gives you that clarity of thought and and what goes into creating that right because we can invest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lots of money in in our setup can't we right?
0: absolutely, very easily. <laughs> I know that you have just ordered a new office setup in regards to your desk. And I would love you to share this because at the moment, I I love my desk. It's very big because <laughs> I have a lot of stuff that I'm usually working on. I usually have folders and books and all sorts of things at the same time. I'm actually wanting to get a stand-up desk and you have just ordered one. So can you share you know, why or what desk you're getting and why you've chosen this one specifically. Because I know that there's a lot of people that have been sitting down at home the last couple of years especially that are also looking into stand-up desks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and certainly there's a lot of documentation around the health benefits of of stand-up desk. It changes your posture. If you're podcasting, like we do a lot, obviously you can stand and you've got you know more lung capacity and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And, and generally, if you get it right, when we're talking about this ergonomic space that is healthy for you and, and we know the importance of ensuring that you're the healthiest you can be and have the right clarity of thought that you can you know, operate your business the most effectively as well, right? Mm-hmm, We've got to start mm-hmm. with the raw ingredients. Absolutely. And so the last couple of weeks, I have been pouring through countless videos on YouTube of uh, office setups uh, and something that, you know, creates a a really inspiring space for me to be in. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, if you're listening to this, you can't see what's going on. So we're going to have to sort of articulate this in our descriptions. But first and foremost, I think amongst that is is this idea of a standing desk. Now, I've tried this before. I have... Literally, I took my existing, you know, standard, you know, one eighty by eighty office desk that I have, and I stuck it on milk crates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went and found four milk crates, and I stuck them under the corners and raised it up a little bit, and mm-hmm. just to sort of get a sense of what it would be like working on a standing desk. Now, I found to start with that I was getting a lot of back pain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, to start with. And I thought this is an experiment that's doomed for failure and I started talking to a lot of people who had standing desks mm-hmm. and they, you know, the advice was largely sit up, stand down, sit up, stand down a lot and have it more task-driven. So if you're podcasting, stand up. If you're checking your email, mm. stand up. If you're writing a document, sit down.
0: Sit down. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
1: And actually sort of doing that. Now, the cool thing about a lot of standing desks now is that literally they've got presets A bit like the seat in your car, right? Mm -hmm, You -hmm. can press a button and it'll kind of adjust to to the position of your seat. So you can actually adjust to your desk for different purposes just by the press of a button. Love it. And they're actually quite quick and quiet now as well. In fact, the one I bought from Desky just a few minutes ago, actually, (laughs) can carry 140 kilos worth of crap on it. Right, not that I ever plan on having. let please
0: of stuff. tell me that you don't have 140 kilos of stuff on your desk. No,
1: but you know, like I was thinking, you know, I was thinking outside the box that maybe I can use this as a sort of a hoist lift if I need to do some other construction work, <laughs> all right? <laughs> or I need, to, or I need to paint the ceiling or something.
0: <laughs> Tim, the tall man tailor, excellent.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's that's going to be the foundation. This is, and I've got uh, black legs. You know, the cool thing about a lot of standing desks these days is i have got integrated cable trays. So literally there is only one cord from your wall to your desk and -hmm. then all your power and tray and cable management, everything is kind of almost integrated in the desk. So it keeps it much cleaner and clutter free. And if you kind of, if you don't have one at the moment, if you look down behind your desk, you can see all the cables and everything.
0: Well, I was going to say, when I think back 20 years ago behind my computer, I had only sort of one cable for the computer and probably one for the printer maybe something for a modem. That was it. These days, oh, my goodness, I have got cables literally everywhere. You know, we've got cables for so much tech. It's just incredible. So to be able to have a cable management system where they're away and all sort of not touched or getting caught up in things or not even in view because it's quite ugly, that's super appealing to me.
1: Yep. So anyway, black Desk. Sorry, um, I've got this beautiful walnut finish. It'll be on top of it as well, right? And again, I think it's one of those spaces. If you feel inspired to be in the space, you're going to be far more creative and productive in the process. So that's my, that's uh, that's going to be the foundation.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: What about for you? I know you're looking at standing desk as well.
0: I am looking at a standing desk. I really don't know anything about them yet. There's you and a couple of my other friends have just bought them. I did have a stand up desk a couple of years ago. It didn't move, so. I didn't like that as much. I kind of had a, a really quite an uncomfortable stool for when I did want to sit down. So that didn't work, but I definitely felt better standing up, especially yeah. presenting. I agree. It's so much nicer to, to present standing up. You know, you get energy in your body when your body's moving. So definitely we'll be looking at stand up desks and reporting back. But I do, I do love the desk that I've got on what you were saying. I've got a smoked glass desk with chrome legs. And I just love it. It's just like visually, it's it's nice and clean. I like clean spaces. So yeah, nothing fancy, but I like it. Smoked glass. That's a bit
1: fancy. Come Smoked on. Smoked
0: glass. <laughs> we all know that Sam does things a little differently.
1: <laughs> I think desk technology and in, in, in has come such a long way as well. And I remember when the standing desk was the thing that you sort of pulled the handle out, you wound it up.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: Or, right. And then wound it down. And of course, you didn't end up doing it just because it was so, so difficult Too to hard. actually do. Yeah. So, you know, these yep. ones these days, you can sort of press a button and it's, you know, in a few seconds, it's in a different position, which is quite good.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about computers, you know, laptops, all kinds of tech that we use for the all day, everyday kind of stuff. Are you a Mac or a PC guy? I,
1: once upon a time, I was a PC guy. And then I got to the 20th century.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> 20, hang on, were well, you a PC guy when you were in corporate and then you and then you started working for yourself and uh, <laughs> went well, to yeah, Apple? Well, yeah, look,
1: again, I, again, I mean, they've got, I think PCs in many ways have come a long way, particularly gaming PCs with all the neon lights and, you know, glass sides and everything, right? and they're kind of cool. They're super powerful these days. Right? Mm. But they're also really, if you're not a tech guy – They can also be really confusing about all the little bits and pieces that sort of modularize, right? I think if you want to go, let's go modular, I think PC is definitely the way to go. I've been a Mac guy for the last 20 years, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm currently on an old, uh, I won't say completely old because, you know, (laughs) it's only four and a half years ago.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I'm
1: on a uh, 21-inch iMac Mm -hmm. and I've been sort of tossing back and forth quite a bit between do I go... one of the new iMacs and the new iMacs, if you've ever used one, are amazing, right? They're really Mm. fast, fantastic camera, great sound on them, but I'm going to be replacing this one with a separate monitor and MacBook Pro. Mm -hmm. And this was something that I anguished over, I must admit, for quite some time Mm -hmm. about what the kind of this main operational setup was going to be. Now, In terms of the monitor, I'm replacing my 21-inch monitor with something that might be a little bit absurd. I'm replacing (laughs) it with a 38-inch LG monitor. I'll grab the specific specs of it. It's a WK something, 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 a WN95C. Yeah, it's going to be massive. Now, the reason I've gone this route for me and we're gonna to have to do another episode because I'd love to report back on is it actually working uh-huh. is that I constantly find myself switching back and forth between screens
0: uh-huh.
1: and on the 21 and even on the 24 that I used to have I would have zoom open and I'd have you know several different windows and my count open and I'll have slack or whatsapp open to talk to the team and I've kind of noticed a little bit that just switching back and forth between stuff, when even as we do this podcast, I've got you on Zoom and I'm constantly sort of clicking back and forth to reference our show notes.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: I'm confident that having the much bigger screen and more real estate means I can have more stuff at my fingertips.
0: Mm, Like it.
1: The reason I've gone with this set of separate screen and laptop is I was really looking at what is my what's my relationship with the clients like, right? Am I traveling to a client's premises? Am I traveling interstate? How often am I doing this sort of stuff? Now, I've chosen in this case, which should be delivered in a couple of weeks' time. All right, fantastic, COVID. Thank you for messing up all our delivery schedules. I've gone with a 14-inch MacBook, Mm -hmm. MacBook Pro. Now, a little bit of extra power, which is what I was looking for, but I didn't want to go as big as the 16 because what I found is when I'm at a coffee shop with somebody, trying to put a 16-inch laptop on a table with a coffee and maybe a donut, <laughs> right? They just don't make coffee tables, you know, in coffee shops big enough, right? So going the slightly smaller MacBook will give me a little bit more flexibility and it's just easier to carry around more often, right? And I'll be able to dock it into the big-ass screen when I'm, you know, working from home, so. Totally. You know, well, that's, look, realistically, that's 90% of the time. Sam, what are you? I know you're on a you're on a 21 inch Mac at the moment, and you've got a a MacBook and mm-hmm. and an iPad and, <laughs> and this that and everything yep. else as well. Is that how long you've been on that setup? And 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 are you looking to change yours?
0: So I have the iMac which I use in my office all the time because I prefer the bigger screen. I also have my MacBook Air that I work on at the same time. So even as we're speaking, I actually have my Air in front of me as well as the iMac screen and yeah i use my ipad a lot so i use all of those all day every day and alternate between them there we go no i'm not looking at changing we will upgrade so we will upgrade to the m chip or i think there's even a M2 coming out.
1: M1 Max, or something. Else Some,
0: there's something Max. new coming out that we're a little bit excited to.
1: Oh, there's always something new. Okay.
0: <laughs> there always is. But, you know, if you're going to, if you, you know, when you're so close to getting something new and it's like, oh, it's kind of really close. So I might just wait just that little bit so I can get the really new thing. That's kind of where we're at with the iMac.
1: Yeah. I've been there for six months, Sam. So
0: <laughs> definitely an Apple girl. And I won't say never but can't foresee in the near future going back to PC?
1: Well, look, a lot of the new monitors that you can get now have a thing called a KVM switch, which actually allows you to plug two separate devices in. So you could actually run PC and Mac on the same screen at the same time, which is is a very cool feature.
0: I love how, you know, I'm on iPhone, I've got iPad, I've got my, my iMac, I've got my MacBook Air. I like it that they just all, you know, I can just plug it in and they're all joined and... I'm not super, super techie.
1: This is probably why you need such a big desk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh,
1: Right, and that's all all chairs. Chairs. Right. Now this is the thing we kind of right, other than our bed, right? Do you reckon it's worth investing in a chair?
0: Yeah, so I know that when we moved in 2019 into here, I know that leaving my chair behind at the other place was something that I said, I am not moving that chair. We are going to buy a new one and have it delivered because you're right. You spend such a you know a lot of time in front of your laptop on your chair. In saying that, I actually don't have a really expensive chair. I just found one at Officeworks that felt comfortable for me and I'm good with that. So it's nothing fancy. a couple of hundred dollars and i'm okay with that however down the track i may look at something a little bit more ergonomic i've seen a couple of my friends looking at different ergonomic chairs and they look quite appealing something that you know there's some sort of i don't know what they are called, but they almost look like little stalls where you sort of flick your legs behind so you sort of your hip flexors are a little bit more stretched out they kind of look a little bit appealing to me and i may go down that route at some time in the future.
1: Uh, incidentally, I've actually, just speaking of hip flexors, and a co- I've been sitting in a chair for a very long time. Our bodies are not designed for it.
0: They are not designed to sit down this much.
1: I've actually pushed my desk over to one side. I used to have it in the middle of the room mm-hmm. with my back to the wall. I've actually pushed my desk to one side, and I've got a big open space behind me now where I can actually lay down on the carpet and stretch out from time to time. And I think it's good to just mm-hmm. switch that up yeah. as I remember to. Yes. But, yeah, I think desk, uh, sorry, certainly chair, it probably doesn't matter what the brand is, whether you get it from an office works or an online store or whatever the, your version in your part of the world is. Probably look for something, that I think, definitely plenty of padding. Mm-hmm. Right? Nothing worse than sitting on a chair with no padding for your bottom. <laughs> good lumbar support. And make sure it's the right length as well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you'll find yourself sliding off it or, you know, sitting too far forward on your chair.
0: Well, you and I have got completely the opposite problems because mine.
1: (laughs) Look, we couldn't have an awesome chair.
0: We could not, definitely could not have the same chair. There's nothing worse than having your feet. And this is probably something you have never, probably since you were three years old, experienced. But your feet not touching the floor and hanging over, <laughs> like, it's not very comfortable. I don't actually know what
1: you're talking about there.
0: <laughs> exactly. You probably can't even remember when you were the height of me. <laughs> no,
1: I can't. In fact, I might have been under 10.
0: <laughs> That's what I said, probably about three years old. <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about more of our tech setup around cameras and mics and different pieces of tech that we use. You and I are both on, I believe, the same microphone, which is the ATR2100.
1: We are. Yeah, a really good, really good microphone, actually. And I think this is actually surprisingly good for the price of this oh, microphone. and
0: So good for the price.
1: If you've been following the podcast for a while, some of you may know that I used to be on a, a Yeti Blue Mini and I just didn't find that, for me, the sound quality was very good for my voice. Right? It might be different it for you. Wasn't,
0: it wasn't good at all. It
1: wasn't good. And I certainly know when I was running, as you do, I know you, Sam, you run your pods through the microphone so you can you know, cut out a bit of background noise.
0: Actually, can I just say? Can I just jump in? It's definitely not AirPods. I definitely have my wired, and i was saying that because Leon and I were just having a conversation yesterday. That people that use AirPods, it seems to disconnect all the time. So definitely don't recommend using AirPods.
1: Okay, so there we go. We've just got the wired, the wired little earphone mics. I usually find on the Yeti when I plug the the, the headphones into it, I can literally hear everything. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it picks up everything. <laughs> I could
1: hear people <laughs> sweeping at the other end of the house. <laughs> it was crazy. And it was actually actually became really distracting when I was doing it. So, you know, I've changed this one and I'll probably get a similar setup to you, just have some comfortable, comfortable earphones when I need to pop those in. Stadium boom arm for me, mm-hmm. which allows me to sort of move it out of the way if I don't want to be talking to anyone, which is mm-hmm. not very often. Most of the day I'm talking to people. Mm-hmm. But it is, I think the having the boom arm allows you to position the mic in a better position and get it out of the way when you, you don't want to have it.
0: Absolutely could not agree more. I absolutely love my boom arm because as soon as we as soon as I'm off zoom or finishing a meeting or a training or a podcast, it just moves straight out of the way. So totally love that.
1: Yeah Now I know you've got a shock mount on yours as well.
0: Absolutely. So
1: you' just going try what a shock mount is and why you've got yours.
0: So a shock mount sits around your the
1: handle on your mic.
0: The, yeah. I can't think of the name of it. Like Leon would be <laughs> saying, oh, babe, I can't believe you forgot that word. But basically <laughs> the bit of the mic that you hang on to, <laughs> it's like a circle piece that fits around it and it's got elastic so that if you bump your mic, it absorbs the shock. So you're not going to get that, that horrible sound as you hit something.
1: Likewise, tapping the table. And I noticed, Sam, and our listeners won't have, You just bumped your microphone and didn't miss I did just
0: bump my microphone, but you know what you did just before you bumped your desk, I nearly did this to you. (laughs) (laughs) Podcaster jokes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, look, I think if you're going to be, you know, if the sound quality is important too, if you're going to be doing a lot of podcasts, which I know you do, Sam, having that shock mount is probably a, a good piece of kit to invest in. And they're not expensive.
0: No, just jump on Amazon. You can get all of this. It's very inexpensive and totally worth every single cent. Let's talk about webcams because obviously we are spending more time in front of our cameras. I mean, hopefully we'll be all sort of out and about more this year, but the last couple of years, we've been in front of our cameras more. And for most of us, the I'll say most of us, cause I believe you're still on your, using your onboard camera, Tim. For most of us, we, we don't want to be.
1: Oh, the shame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Will you be updating your camera?
1: I will at the moment, just using the, the inbuilt camera on the the old 21-inch iMac. And if you're familiar with Macs they all come with inbuilt cameras these days. Because I plan to leave my laptop closed most of the time, I won't be using the camera on the laptop. Now, don't get me wrong, right? The cameras, webcams, the built-in webcams, particularly on the new Macs Max Air, Minis, and iMacs is amazing right and we just did a little experiment before where I jumped on the mm-hmm. two side by side and <laughs> sounds like oh my god
0: yeah there was a big difference
1: that's right I didn't realize you were so handsome uh, she probably say that. <laughs>
0: actually I did not say that bit <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they are incredible right so you'd probably don't need one if you've got one of those devices but if you're not using that if you're using a pc Sam I know you've got a couple of different webcams
0: mm-hmm. I'm using a couple so if I'm on the road and I'm on my MacBook Air, I use the Logitech Brio, which is just a little a little webcam that clips onto the top of my Air. But for every day in front of my iMac, I'm using a, a Canon M50 DSLR, and I love it.
1: So talk to me this. Why, why use a DSLR? Okay. It
0: just looks so much better. It gives you a better camera quality. It means that I can sort of blur the background out. It gives it a much better look. Now, if I was going to replace this, I wouldn't purchase another Canon M50. I would get a Canon D90, and that's all to do with the audio out. So we've got a big tech set up here just to make sure that our audio and our visuals match up, and they don't even match up perfectly. So I would go for the Canon D90 next time.
1: Yeah, we don't want that situation where you're talking and your mouth is moving and the sound comes a couple of seconds later. And
0: every now and again it does. (laughs) I feel like I'm in an episode of the monkeys.
1: <laughs> right. Very, very off-putting for your client. Absolutely. Now, you've got another bit of kit that I think is a really useful one if you're presenting. I don't have one of these, but I know you do. And that's an ATM50 switcher.
0: I do. Absolutely. So this is a live production camera switcher. So I'm able to switch between basically face to camera, switch to my MacBook screen, switch to my iPad, switch to whatever it is that I want. I could set up a different camera if I was on a whiteboard so that I can switch camera angles. So I absolutely love this. It just saves so much time when I'm doing a training just to switch between without having to go into, you know, when you're on Zoom and you go share screen and it takes a while to go in and then it takes a while to come back out. It's just a push of a button and it's just like, just changes straight, straight to camera.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the real advantages of having a separate iPad right it's much easier to draw and illustrate on isn't it you can bring stuff up to kind of scribble on with your pencil or whatever tablets you might have
0: yeah definitely a big believer in visual models so being able to to draw anything out as you're speaking and add that visual component makes it a lot easier for anyone that is listening to you or trying to understand a concept it makes it much much easier
1: yep else you got in your office that people wouldn't really think about in terms of productivity from your perspective
0: okay this is really very very different and we didn't even mention this beforehand and it's not a tech thing i actually have feng shuied my office and i don't know if there's a better way to say that but i'm into feng shui you know i make sure that i'm sitting in the office in the right place where i can see the door you know you never have your back to a door have your pot plant to the left i've got my money plant to the left i have the photos of my family my loved ones to the right so a glass desk actually isn't as good at, for feng shui as maybe timber but so i make sure i keep it nice and clean but yeah that's the other part that i definitely make sure that i have happening in my office
1: ironically i have also feng shui my office
0: <laughs> have you
1: yeah, I did actually, and I mean, you're not always going to be able to do it, right? It depends on no. the physical architecture of the space that you happen to be in, and your relation to the space, right? So, feng shui is not just about the space; it's also your relation to the space. But I've also feng shuated. Natural light's super important. In fact, I think lighting in general is one of those things that we overlook in mm-hmm. our office space. So, I'm, you know, putting sort of panels behind the wall, on the wall behind my computer, to reflect sound. Just the sort of gray sound panel sort of stuff. But I'll get ones that actually look appealing as well.
0: I'm thinking you meant the opposite of reflecting sound. Me
1: oh sorry, sorry, absorbing sound.
0: Do you mean deadening sound?
1: Yeah, deadening sound.
0: <laughs> I was like, why do you want to reflect sound? <laughs> that other one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right? Because often our office it's, you know, it's it's a wooden floor. Sometimes you've got a carpet and you've got these four walls and glass, and that does reflect a lot of sound. And I've got on one of my walls, I actually put Carpet tile that I found at the hardware store
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the wall again to deaden the sound. We've got I've now got carpet down. I'm getting some artworks that actually uh, in my office that I really love and and will be putting. I've got a, a money tree that's currently sitting outside as it got some water the other day in the rain, but that'll come mm-hmm. back inside again shortly just to kind of liven the space up. And mm-hmm. you know the combination of of some greenery, you know having the plant in there to kind of produce a little bit of extra oxygen, making the right lighting that isn't a strain on your eyes, but actually makes you kind of like, you know, be inspired. And I mean, the, a lot of the really cool light bulbs that we can get out there these days, like the Philip Hugh sort of stuff actually allows you to completely change the mood based on what you want to use your particular space for. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think these little things, right. So I'll be putting a light strip on the back of my desk as it goes up and down. And it can change colors and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Nice. But I think it just be able to change the mood based on your mood Again, mm-hmm. we're looking at any little trick or twist or insight that we can just bump out our productivity that little bit more. And over the course of the 12 months, it actually makes that massive difference.
0: Yeah, totally. I love that you brought that in. It is, so, you know, we spend a lot of time in our offices. We spend time working. It's so important to love, you know, your surroundings, be energized by them, really enjoy and I guess appreciate the tech That you're using so that it works for you not against you so yeah fun episode today talking about that but i would actually love to ask you know what you're using what desk are you using what chair are you using please let me know because i will be replacing mine so uh (laughs) share share what you're using share what you love share why you love it over there in the coaches course creators and speakers facebook group so that i can get some good ideas to to get some new things. And I look forward to hearing back from you, Tim, as to what you think of your new desk and chair.
1: I'm most concerned about how big this monitor is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm feeling if it was, I would be blinded by a 38-inch screen, but you know, go for it.
1: <laughs> Sam, you're only 38 inches tall, so.
0: Yeah, probably pretty cool too. <laughs> Guys, if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with anyone that is thinking about changing their office setup or would like some different ideas of how we're set up and yeah, jump over into the Facebook group and let us know what you are using. We'd love to hear all about it. Tim, thanks for joining me today and talking about such a fun subject. It's great to be here. And thank you for listening. We'll catch you next Tuesday for another episode. Ciao for now.